Hey everyone, welcome back to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. This is episode 10, The Winter Shakedown. Ooh, burr, cold. <laughs> On this episode, we are going to be discussing what should be in your pack for cold weather backpacking, uh, plus a look inside of our own packs as we share what gear to bring that we bring out on a typical winter backpacking trip. Um, at the end of the podcast, we are going to share a tip for keeping yourself warm at night, but letting your body do all the work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's what your body's there for, right? Um, just a quick mention, we've been getting a lot of great emails lately. Uh, keep them coming. Thank you. We love them. Um, and if you like this podcast, go ahead and share a review or at least comment on either iTunes or our feed on the backpacker.tv. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. And if you have a particular topic or subject that you want us to talk about, um, yeah, we'll we'll do a podcast and we'll mention your name on the podcast for sure. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. So, uh, yeah, let us know whether you like the show, whether you like, I can't stand you guys, please stop. <laughs> um, and, and if you have an idea of how to make the show better, we, we love to hear from you guys. So don't be shy. Uh, chime in and make sure you let your voices heard. So um, now on a winter backpacking. Yeah, back to that. So we live in the southeast. So winter comes a little bit later uh, for us, but we grew up in Chicago. Yeah. So we definitely know what uh, you guys up in the UP are dealing with right now. <laughs> and it's certainly not wildfires and uh, 75 degree temps. No, not at the moment. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we get our backpacking, our winter backpacking shakedown podcast in and out so um, everybody up in the north can definitely um, hear the show. So um, yeah, so on a backpacking trip in the winter time, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to carry a lot of gear, um, but it does mean your backpack will be heavier because you've got some priority pieces of gear that you definitely need need to bring for sure. Yeah, I mean, your your pack is definitely going to be heavier no matter how you look at it. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, you're you're gearing up for colder weather. Um, but it's but if you pack smart, you don't actually have to pack more. That's correct. So let's kind of for this show, let's kind of define what that cold weather that cold weather is Good because idea. there's various there's a there's a there's kind of a varied uh, degrees on exactly what cold weather is. For this particular podcast, we are going to be talking anything from if you're backpacking at night. Okay, if you're 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 going to be overnight, it's anywhere from 32 degrees to zero degrees for this particular show, and that pretty much is cold weather backpacking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, if you're under 6,000 feet in elevation. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's wise to define that actually because um, southeast cold weather backpacking is is a lot more different than what we would consider going alpine. Yeah, and I think even. I would even throw this in. If you're even going to go backpacking up in um, on, on Mount Washington, which is a little over 6,000 feet, uh, that is alpine. Um, you know, you, you get winds gusting up well over 100 miles per hour on any given day. Um, and so that's a completely different podcast, completely different uh, pieces of gear. 
So uh, for, for this particular cold weather backpacking podcast and most of the students that we bring on our boot camp class and when we teach cold weather backpacking, um, we were basically going to get them prepared for a zero degree night. Anything, over, anything under zero degrees, I think your gear dramatically changes. So um, uh, you and I have gone backpacking in 15 degree weather. Oh, uh, and below. But and below, yeah. under a tarp. Yeah, so we were... In snow. Yes, yes we and were. And we, we, we've been fine. Oh, uh, Because very we brought the right gear. And that's really kind of like the wheelhouse we want to talk about tonight, you know, um, in, in that cold weather spectrum. So, uh, so that's kind of defining our cold weather uh, podcast. I guess, um, like, the first thing really is when you think about cold weather backpacking is your sleeping bag. Well, yeah, you're sleeping overnight. Right. Um, <laughs> I can tell you that warmth is, is yeah, highly right. important well, yeah. to me. You are a cold weather sleeper. <laughs> I am, cold, and I yeah. and I really covet the idea of staying warm at night. And and I can I can be out there in the coldest of coldest of cold, but the thought of being able to snuggle into right. a warm, cozy sleeping bag at the end of the night. Like, that really does make it for me. Which is weird because I'm kind of like a hot sleeper. So yeah. I'm the kind of person that I don't need 10 blankets on me at night, you know, and that's in the summer. And but. I'm the <laughs> person that, that I swear to God, there's a breeze coming through my sleeping bag at night. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget the time you were in like a, a 15 degree bag. You might have been in a minus 15 degree I bag. I don't know what 15. it was, but all. But you could not have been in more of a down bag. Nobody yeah. could manufacture a down bag good enough. And you're like, I feel a draft. There's a draft. <laughs> Our listeners should know I was actually, I was getting really, really ill. That's right. You were getting sick. In I all was fairness. On, you were in all fairness, I was in the very beginning stages of, of extreme illness. Right. But. <laughs> so, but back to bags. <laughs> yeah, so back to sleeping bags. So the, here's the thing with sleeping bags, you guys. Um, really, sleeping bags, they've changed the, the EN rating on bags, and it's it's more like, you know, they, they try to gauge it at a comfort level. What you're what are you going to be comfort, comfortable in? So, right off the bat, I would say in any, in any cold weather backpacking situation, you know who you are, you know how you sleep, and we just discussed it. Do you get colder at night mm-hmm. than other people? Do you sleep warm, or do you sleep with an extra blanket on? That tells you right away that if it's rated a 15 degree bag and you are a cold sleeper and you decide that hey i'm gonna go backpacking tonight's lows are expected to be get down to 15 degrees you should probably have a zero bag with you yeah i mean I think or a 15 to 15 degree bag with a liner in it for sure yeah for sure i mean okay so um the other caveat before we delve too deep into bags is is that 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 rating that they provide you with with bag is 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 a comfort rating and it is assuming that you have a layer of of clothing on and that you actually have the proper insulation underneath you right it's a european rating right so they they expect you to have one one layer of clothing on and a and a one inch um, insulated mattress pad underneath you. And I think that's important to talk yeah. about because when we're talking about um, 
you know, your bags, your your sleeping pad obviously is. I get so excited about sleeping pads. We're still on bags, aren't we? I know. Okay. You know, it reminds but. me of like when, so I got to tell the story. So when I worked at REI, um, I would get like, you know, I, you get the old crusty and I, I should, I should make fun. You get the, you know, like you get the older guy, you know, who had been backpacking like in the, you know, 1950s who'd come in, I still sleep naked. I sleep naked in my sleeping bag. <laughs> Like, I don't want that image no, in my head. I know. But I would say, no, that's, that's a myth. <laughs> it, oh, you're so cute. But don't, please, don't tell your kids to go sleep naked no. in a sleeping bag. It, it is a myth. Um, please, please have clothing on um, when you get in your bag. So sleeping bags, we kind of define them in this. We separate, we separate two types of bags in the wintertime, right? And most bags are going to be, uh, your Ian rating are going to be from 0 to 15 degree bags, right? Um, and or 15, 18, somewhere around there to 30 degree bags. So um, and we're going to kind of give you a tip on how to save some money and get your bag down to 0 degrees. But we would recommend for cold weather backpacking anywhere in the country, really, um, if it's going to get down to 15 degrees, um, always, 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 if you're going to go backpacking in the wintertime, nothing less than a goose down 15 degree bag. Um, you are going to be fine with that. Um, and we're going to give you a tip if you're a cold weather sleeper, how do you get that bag even lower than that without spending any more money? Um, but that is really what we recommend. And that's what we bring on, on all of our, all of our backpacking trips, no matter whether we're backing nor backpacking north. Um, it makes no difference. Uh, the, the high elevation um, is going to always be colder, and that's something that you have to be aware of always. Um, but for the purposes of this podcast and show, we're going to try to give you a generalization on what to bring and how to be prepared. But keep in mind this. No matter what the temperature is at at a lower elevation, um, it, you can always subtract um, anywhere from 5 to 7 degrees for every 1,000 feet you climb up. So a temperature at 2,000 feet, okay, or at sea level, um, it's gonna be much different if you climb up to 3,000 feet. It's gonna be much different if you climb up to 6,000 feet. So always be aware at the very coldest part of the night, which is usually in twilight, and what, the, what your elevation is gonna be and where you're at is always gonna determine what kind of sleeping bag you get but for a general purpose um, anything about 15 degrees uh, on a really good 800 fill goose down bag um, you are going to be probably pretty toasty because you're probably going to be sleeping with a layer of clothing on right yeah i mean so we both have 15 degrees um, yeah. my favorite bag is actually a 20 degree bag um, but it's a little on the heavier side because it is um, it's duck down uh, versus goose down, so it's a little it's a little heavier. Um, it weighs under four pounds, so it's pretty significant, and it doesn't pack down as well. Um, so I do give that up, um, and then just I go with the fifteen. Now I want to sleep warm. I want to feel as though there's like a heater <laughs> in my bag. Is that bad? No. I mean, no, I'm bad. outside and I want the the comforts of home, but no, um, no, I, I, I love the outdoors, but I, I do like to, I do like to be warm. Um, it does help having 
my dog Caldonia lay on top of me all night. So That's true. Is, is that warmer. does is that is she an R rating? I don't know. <laughs> Can we like, consider her an R rating? <laughs> no, but like sometimes Dino's taking one for the team. It's like Dino lay on me, you know, <laughs> and he can. But yeah, so I think I think the 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 key here is that you want a down bag. Yeah. Um, you know, goose down is better. Uh, the dry down is a little bit more inexpensive uh, bag. A goose is definitely good. You can get some really good. You can you can spend as much money you want as on a sleeping bag. Uh, they can range anywhere from two to seven hundred dollars for a, a you know a goose down uh, bag. Um, my thought is quality is better. You know you want to keep you want to stay warm at night. Right, right. But if you're not, so this is where I want to share the tip. Um, you know, Scott and I, we both have multiple bags. I mean, we've been backpacking for years and years and years. And so we've, um, you know, developed, um, new ideas along the way and have purchased, um, you know, things for ourselves. Um, but you know, most people don't have, um, the ability to spend, you know, a significant amount of money on all this stuff. And this has been over years and years and years, but um, our tip for you in order to get like if you have uh, if you have your sleeping bag that is let's say 20 25 degree bag and you are uncertain how much winter backpacking you're doing or if you're just a warm sleeper in general um or a cold sleeper right or or a cold sleeper yeah. when this comes in handy so see to summit makes um, a reactor thermal light mummy bag liner. Okay, I think they may make non mummy bag liners, yes. but um, I have a mummy bag, so I only search for that. Um, but this is a pretty incredible invention, and you know there are there are tons of liners out there, but there's something very specific about the Sea to Summit one. Um, it's made of this like hollow core fiber it's like this specialty fiber that is extremely lightweight and um they actually have more insulation um towards your core body and then again at your toes um reducing more the late uh the weight in areas that it's not as needed for mm-hmm. you to stay warm right. um and they range under under two pounds i think the one i have is a rating um, they come in ratings of 15 20 and 25 i believe is their highest rating it adds that value to your pre-existing sleeping bag so it's it's a liner an extremely lightweight liner that you don't even notice that you have in your pack it's that lightweight and that condensable um and you slip into it and you slip right into your sleeping bag and it's like magic yeah really hold your body heat and i i had i had never used one before up until a few years ago um when we had done a a really cold weather trip and and it was it it had got down to zero degrees and um i had a 15 degree bag and um i used i used that liner for the first time which made my bag a zero degree bag because it was right. a 15 degree liner right. that you loaned me. And um, I, I can tell you that it, I was really toasty. Yeah. I mean, it 
really, really held my heat in um, to the fact that I thought I was going to have to sleep with my goose down jacket on. <laughs> and I mean, I, I had that goose down jacket Shady off. Layers. You know, I mean, I really slept right. good. So when you unpackage this thing, you look at it and it, it looks as though it's like an, a 20 year old t-shirt that, yeah. that has been through right. the ringer in the washing machine. And you can't even, I, I couldn't fathom that this would actually keep me 15 degrees warmer. And I did the same thing. I, I, I decided to give it a go. There must be something to it there. You know, there's a lot of hoopla about it. And I, I tried it and I was shedding layers and I was like literally exiting my sleeping bag. It, it really does bring that much warmth and they are really inexpensive. Well, for the consideration of buying two sleeping bags. So the thing is, is that you, the mountains are tricky. So, you know, it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to, to prepare for a cold weather backpacking trip when you're going to go up in higher elevation because the weather does dramatically change, right? Uh, what may not be windy lower may be windy in higher elevation, may not be too cold, may be a lot colder. And so, um, if you are on a budget and you have your good 25 or even 30 degree down bag and you're like, yeah, okay, well, it's supposed to get down to 15, but, you know, bring that liner. I mean, go invest instead of bringing or buying a whole nother sleeping bag, um, go get that liner. Um, I can promise you that you will really stay much warmer. And so it's a, and it's a really good tool uh, to have in your backpack if you're doing a lot of winter backpacking anyway for that time that you do get caught up in an unexpected, uh, you know, cold front, uh, wind, winds kicking. I mean, I've been out there many times before when, you know, I, I went to bed one night and it was like 35 degrees. Great, great sleeping weather, great winter night. And then the next night it was like minus 15 <laughs> Look, degrees and there were 15 inches of snow on the ground. So, I'm, you know, I'm, those cold fronts do come in sometimes. I'm pretty sure Mother Nature really enjoys fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Well, and, yeah, and the, and the thing is, like I tell people, they're like, well, what did the weather say? Well, you know, when you're up in the mountains for three or four days, you know, it's not like you're, you're watching HDTV, you know, it's like you don't know. What the weather's gonna be, you know. I mean, you know, it can change. You know, weather can change. You know, in a minute, you just don't know. And so, anyway, it's a good piece of gear to have. It's a good liner to have, and it's a very inexpensive option to be able to gain. Yeah, absolutely. To be able to gain the warmth that you need when you need it. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the key thing is just summarizing: down sleeping bag, go nothing less, um, um, really than a fifteen degree good goose down sleeping bag and then invest the other what is it how much is how are those liners well, like I th approximately 70 dollars yeah, so you can get bucks. deals on them yeah yeah you know yeah right exactly get invest in the other liner and then you then you can really do some winter backpacking and and feel safe out there so and then you're 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 in that you're not in that alpine mode so so that's that. Um, the other thing too as far as winter gear goes so um, we want to talk uh we want to talk about the three layering system because that's a big yeah. thing. Three, four right? layering system. Three to four layering system. For you, it's like a six to seven layering oh, system. Oh, that. <laughs> with my sleeping with my bag arms, liner. With my arms around you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not that weak out there. <laughs> oh, man. No, so, but close. Let's talk about it. I think 
I think when you're talking about, you know, a three-layering system, um, I think we're going to talk a little bit about three versus the four here. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about your layering system, uh, a lot of people think, oh my gosh, it's winter. Yeah. I need to bring more clothes. And I think that the biggest thing is, is, is no, you don't necessarily need to bring more clothing. You just need to be really intelligent about what you're packing to be able to, to gain the, the, the layers that you need without throwing in half of your closet with you. I, you need to, the main thing that you need to think about is when you're packing for that is, is one, um, making sure that you're warm using the system. Um, but also you need to stay dry, I think. Right. And the type of material, like you're not going to bring a, you're not going to bring a synthetic, you know, shirt, um, that you might wear in the summertime. You're not going to bring that winter. You're probably going to bring wool, you know, or another insulated type of, um, you know, uh, shirt. So it's, it's like, it's kind of like the kind of material and the kind of material may be a little bit heavier, but that it's not going to be that much of a dramatic weight, uh, difference. Um, so, uh, the three layering system. So for, for the sake of argument, um, it is your base layer. Um, that is the layer that you're going to be backpacking in and, and think of that as kind of like your undergarment, your t-shirt. Um, that is the first piece of clothing you put on your uh, your top, um, and it's usually either a long sleeve or short sleeve, depending again on your your conditioning. You know, do you are you if you're colder than most people? If you get colder than most people, it's probably going to be a long sleeve. I um, usually will wear a short sleeve. Uh, base layer even in the winter time because I tend to overheat a little bit so um, um, but it's it is it's like a wall or marina wall base layer. yeah yeah um, so that's your and, and you want it to be a little bit of a wicking material uh, some people even put um, um, I, I've even seen people do like a um, I don't know, like a uh, Almost like a like a wind type jacket as their base layer, uh, because they do overheat a lot, they do sweat a lot. And if you're climbing, if you're doing a lot of climbing that day, uh, backpacking or hiking, um, you tend to sweat. The last thing you want is to be soaking wet in the winter time. That is the that is the last thing you want. So they'll just take off uh, a very thin uh, synthetic jacket and then put on a shirt and then put on dry clothes and they're good. Um, but either way, your base layer is your, that's the first layer that you put on and you want it to be able to kind of like wick away your moisture. You don't want it to be cotton at all um, and you want it to be able to dry very quickly. So that's your, that's your base layer. Um, and then your mid layer is going to be more of your, your kind of like your, your soft shell. That's going to be a, a very, it could be a fleece. Um, I use a uh, Arterix uh, soft shell uh, shirt, um, which I absolutely love, uh, love, love, love that um, mid layer, and that's going to be probably for most, for your most times, that's probably what you're going to be wearing. So when you're backpacking, you are, you're just putting out in a tremendous amount of heat. Your body is just really, really cooking up heat and you're probably um, even when it's 
you know, 40 degrees outside, 45 degrees outside um, during the day, you're probably going to be very, very toasty warm in just two layers, correct? Yeah, and I mean, I don't, no matter how cold I am to start with, I tend to only start with my base layer because I heat up so fast when I'm yep. hiking. Um, how many times have we seen everybody needing to stop 15 minutes in? Oh, yeah. And going, I've got to shed yeah. some clothes. <laughs> Our winter boot camp class, when we're leaving the campsite, they're bundled up like the little boy <laughs> on the Christmas story. You know, I, I mean, mean, they're like. <laughs> you got that wind whipping yeah. up against you. Of course you want to start like that because, you you know, your we, blood isn't flowing We yet, tell them, but... though, like, even though you're cold right now, just why don't you just take everything off? You'll be warm in 10 minutes. Like, no, I'm, oh, my God, I'm freezing in 10 minutes. So just completely shedding their layer so um use your the other thing is like once you get into winter backpacking um which we love by the way we love that more than we love summer backpacking um get in tune with your body your body does provide a lot of heat for you um and uh it is readily um it's 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 ready to give it to you it's it's your body is more than willing to give you warmth so so use it so once you start backpacking you'll start shutting off um, those layers and yeah. that's really what the layering system is all about and uh, definition it's about uh, um, regulating your core body temperature at all times if it, get, if it gets cold you put on a layer if it gets hot you take off a layer right. and you're complete you're always regulating your body temperature whether it's warm or hot and you're trying to find that that sweet sweet spot where you're you're backpacking you're exercising you're you're not overly uh sweating um you're kind of keeping cool and at the same time you're not freezing either yep yep so um and then you've got your um you've got your outer layer and so your outer outer layer is, is going to be your per, your insulated layer that's going to be um whether that's usually a goose down jacket or vest um we both have what they call puffy jackets um and they're both goose down and we love yep. those things yep yep i love 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 and, and they're and they <laughs> and if you don't need them while you're uh sleeping if you're nice and cozy in your sleep bag, in your sleeping bag they make great pillows <laughs> <laughs> how many times have we done that um so the difference between the three versus the four is typically you know in between i i say you're you're kind of the four layering system is, is truly um, you have your base layer, then you have um, a mid layer, then you have an insulating layer, and then you have like a more um, hard shell, hard shell. Um, windbreaker type scenario. Um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's the, that's the biggest difference. And I think that, you know, if you're if you tend to be colder versus warmer that's where the the three to four system layering system comes into play yeah and we tell all of our students all the time you you are always 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 going to be carrying your rain jacket i don't it makes no four season i mean it does makes no difference that is a piece of gear you always have in your backpack well in winter when it gets a little windy up in the mountains and you've got your you know, you've got your base layer, your mid layer, and now you've got your insulated layer on, but yet you can still feel that, that wind. Man, put on your raincoat. You know, put on your marmot precip. You know, put on your hard shell uh, rain jacket that will literally act like a windbreaker. And you've got the hood. You can kind of clinch that up. Now you've got two hoods on. You've got your wool beanie hat on. And, um, you know, you're, you're probably, you're probably going to be a lot warmer. Hey, believe me, you know, ask us if we've ever slept 
in all four layers in a sleeping bag? Hell yeah. no. <laughs> no, no way. I have. <laughs> yeah, I I'll mean, you know, you. Toast in there. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've been called up there a couple times. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, to understand the three layering and four layering system is, is crucial when you go backpacking. Um, we teach it in our cold weather class. It's really all about regulating your body heat. And then, you know, once you stop backpacking, once you start setting up your tent, you're like, oh, okay, let's get that fire going. Um, that's really when you start cooling down because um, your body's not producing heat anymore. And so you definitely want to start warming up and you want to you want to have a really good uh, outer layer. Um, and that's usually your goose down jacket. Um, and then throw that rain jacket on over it and block that wind from coming through. Uh, that's pretty much your laying system. The other thing that when you get out of your laying system is your pants, your hiking pants. Um, we both uh, backpack in insulated pants. Yeah, during the wintertime, yeah. um, you know, especially when it's really cold. Yeah, I, we don't, I don't necessarily hike in insulated pants if the temperature is going to be above 20 because right. of you know, right. the heat factor of what your body is generating, but anything, um, 20 or below, I always go to insulated pants. Um, and the beauty in them is you can find insulated pants out there. Now I personally do an REI brand. Um, I love them. I love them. They fit my body really well. Um, but they have side zips. Um, whether some are on the inner thigh, some are on the outer thigh, but either way, um, it's breathability. Just like our Marmot Precept rain jackets have, um, you know, the armpit zips to be able to breathe because it's non-breathable. It's the same situation with your pants. Yeah. Again, it's all about regulating your bot, your yeah. core body temperature. Yeah. You know, and I absolutely. Love that. And some soft shell pants, some some are soft shell and some are hard shell. It's just a, again, it's a matter of preference, and you know your body better than anybody as far as. You know, does it get overheated easily? Do you, are you you're cold, hot? I mean, you you know, and then you adjust your gear to fit your own your own preference and how your body reacts either cold or or hot weather. So, um, and then also uh, um, also you you always 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 bring an extra dry shirt. That's going to be your extra base layer to change into. So sometimes when you're backpacking in the wintertime, you're you know you sweat your base layer gets a little wet you want something dry definitely get into when you get in that sleeping bag um so always bring an extra base layer shirt for sure you don't have to bring an extra mid layer you don't have to bring an extra outer shell but you're always bringing an extra base layer you've got your wool socks always bring an extra pair of wool socks with you um you've always got your wool beanie to hat you got to keep your head warm um always bring a pair of wool gloves or i bring mittens actually yeah, so what you bring and I bring are drastically different things, which is funny because I'm the colder of the two of us, and yet my gloves are the lighter weight option. So I find that interesting. Like you'll learn, you'll learn yourself a little bit. Um, I, the gloves that I bring are this like off brand. It's Monazella, I believe is the brand, something, something along those lines. Um, but they are extremely lightweight. I actually discovered them when I was climbing, um, because you know, I'm feeding the rope and I need to be able to feel the rope, but I couldn't feel my hands. And so I found 
these gloves that are super lightweight and they have grips on them so I can actually be functional with my hands. There's nothing worse to me than being in a mitten. Well, I use, I've got, I have the open-ended mitten. So my mittens um, fold over so I can, ha- I can feel my fingers. I can see my fingers. And then I put, I, they, they Velcro back on over my fingers. But I also bring a pair of waterproof kayaking gloves. Um, yeah. I, I bring those extra uh, for collecting wood. So, um, you know, like, especially in snow scenarios, you're collecting wood, you know, your hands are in the snow. Um, I don't, you know, plus I need to set the tarp up or, or whatever. Um, that way I don't rip my wool mittens. Uh, they don't get wet um, because once it's, they're wet, they're, they're, useless. they're useless to me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, I'm collecting water in, in a creek on a stream um mm-hmm. i don't want to be doing that with my uh wool mittens on so i use my waterproof kayaking gloves are very lightweight um they're cheap buy them at walmart um and uh I kind of so i use those to actually do all my work around camp and then when i go into uh, my sleeping bag i'll pull it i'll put on my uh my wool gloves so i mean that that seems to work also yeah yeah it's just a matter of your preference you know absolutely yeah and then we both bring a pair of long johns Right. Always. And, and a lot of times too, it's like I, I, you know, like if I have my insulated pants on, especially when it's cold out, a lot of times I don't even put my long johns on. You know, in well, my, you don't need to. Either. No, not with not with the soft shell pants, unless it gets really cold or my pants get wet. Yeah. And I bring my long johns just in case my backpacking pants that I'm hiking in, they get wet, and I, you know, you don't want to, you never ever want to get in your sleeping bag wet. So I'll just put on my long johns and and put my pants in my sleeping bag and dry them out. Yeah. You know, that's actually a random tip that we should share. So, um, you know, when you're in your sleeping bag overnight, your body is generating heat inside of there. That's what's like, it's keeping you warm inside there. So if you have, you know, socks that are damp, I'm not talking wet, never put anything wet inside of your down sleeping <laughs> no, bag. No, that's bad. But if you have something that's that's just slightly damp, and we're talking about from, like, use, and, and I will do that with my base layer. When I get to camp, I instantly change my base layer out because I'm a sweater, and I will sweat through my base layer. Um, and so I instantly change that because my core body temperature will have – it's at higher risk – the minute I slow down and cool off. Um, so I'll throw that damp um, base layer in the bottom of my sleeping bag. And by morning, it is nice and toasty and warm for me to put back on and ready to hike out the next day. Yeah, in cold weather backpacking, you're going to be sleeping with a lot of different things. You're probably <laughs> sleeping with your damp shirt. You're probably going to be sleeping with, with your, your big MSR uh, <laughs> pocket rocket canister. You're probably going to be sleeping with your big lighter. You have a lot to fit in that. Yeah, bag. you're going to be, and you're going to be sleeping with your phone. You know, if you carry a cell phone, you know that'll be in your back in your sleeping bag. Um, those those things tend to, to hate cold weather. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and then also too, you know, you can always always bring a balaclava too if you really get cold. Uh, I rarely bring um, one uh, to protect your face to kind of keep your head and your neck warm. But um, 
uh, those usually, I mean, I think that's our gear, right? I mean, I don't yeah, think I mean, we that's bring a look, anything else extreme. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit of a look inside of our packs in terms of winter gear. Of course, all that changes the minute uh, spring has arrived. But, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's like we're, we're talking about protecting yourself out there, staying warm, having an enjoyable experience, and um, just knowing what you you really need versus... Yeah. Versus just what's excess. Yeah. And on this podcast post on our website, uh, thebackpacker.tv, on this post, we are going to list all of our winter gear so you can actually see the list of everything that we bring on a our winter, winter backpacking uh, trip. And keep in mind, we are sleeping under a tarp. We do not sleep in a tent. So we are right on the ground in the snow. And uh, we stay, um, we, we stay pretty, pretty, pretty warm. Um, I, I will share a tip and then you can share a tip on your, on our tip for the day, our tip, our podcast tip. So my, my tip is this, um, at night when you're, when, when you're backpacking or camping in the wintertime and you have to go to the bathroom, go it. I know it sucks to get out of your sleeping bag. (laughs) That's a good tip. I know it sucks, but go and I'll tell you why. Is because your your body is trying to keep your bladder at ninety eight point six degrees, and it's taking a lot of energy to do that. You're actually not doing your body any favor by holding your pee in. Um, you're actually dropping your core temperature in the areas that you need your body heat the most, which is your fingertips and your toes, and so what uh, your your body is always trying to generate heat for you and it always goes to the places where it knows it's you're cold the most so at night if you gotta pee um i believe me nobody no nobody knows them sucks more than me i hate it (laughs) i have no issue getting out of my bag to go i sometimes i do but but i do it because i know i'm doing myself a service and i know once i get back my sleeping bag it's only going to take a few minutes for me to warm up again so that's uh my tip as far as staying warmer at night while you're you're backpacking and and you have a food tip yeah i mean okay yeah so yours was a really good tip actually um I learned that the hard way over many years of backpacking. But um, if you have been a listener of ours on this podcast since the beginning, you may have learned that I love to eat. So, of course, my tip is derived about food. (laughs) But I'm going to give it to you. It is carbs. So earlier in the podcast, this podcast, we mentioned... Um, you know, let your body do the work. Um, and that's what the carbs are going to provide for you. Um, by eating carbs, by loading up on carbs for your evening dinner, you're actually going to self, your body is going to self-generate warmth and heat for you. And you can just kick back, have a sweet dream. Right. Enjoy your night. So the thing is with, with this is that, you know, if... Um, any kind of like noodles, carbs, uh, instant potatoes. What happens is this, is that your body is breaking down that starch into sugar. 
And um, once it starts breaking into sugar, your body actually creates heat in that breakdown. You're breaking that down and your body is pushing out an enormous amount of energy. If you ever notice, if you eat a big pasta dish at home, about 30 minutes later, you're actually taking off a layer or you're starting <laughs> to sweat and you go outside and go, oh my God, I'm so hot. Well, it's because your body is actually creating a lot of heat. So I, we tell our students, um, in our cold weather backpacking class that, you know, um, when you are ready to have dinner, plan on going to bed about an hour after you have dinner, eat some pasta, eat some, you know, eat, eat the ramen noodles, you know, um, eat, eat what you can and then drink um, some hot chocolate or make yourself, we love apple cider. Yeah. Um, and so drink Thank some hot apple cider and then boom, go to bed. I can promise you in about 30 minutes, you are actually going to really feel warmer um, because your body is starting to break down um, those uh, carbohydrates and um, converting that into energy. So yeah, so it's a great way to kind of let your body help you stay warm in those cold winter months while you're while you're backpacking. Absolutely. So um, that's our show. Thank you guys for uh uh, coming in and listening and uh, uh, listening to us ramble about winter backpacking. We love it. Um, <laughs> Rambling is great. We, we, I prefer going out in the wintertime. First, all the leaves are gone, so you can see all the mountain views. Um, I actually prefer, I love it. I love waking up and having a cup of coffee in the wintertime. And, it's so um, serene out there. It's, it's so it's serene. so beautiful and quiet. And yeah. Noises. Okay, that's a whole different podcast. No, and but and real quickly before I forget, um, two years ago I went uh, backpacking in the Smoky Mountain National Park, and I was the only one that had the permit to go backpacking for that weekend. Like it was, they just got like twelve inches of snow. Nobody wanted to. Nobody go. <laughs> in the entire park was going backpacking that day except for me. I would have gone with you. I know you would have, but you were uh, in Hawaii. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so hiking the Kalalau Trail. So, um, but yeah, I was the only one that day that had a permit to go backpacking in the Smoky Mountains. And and, I mean, I had to dig around to find the fire pit. Uh, But Dino Bino went with me. We slept under the tarp. And everything was really good. So, um, so don't forget to uh, go our, go to our website www.thebackpacker.tv. Um, if you're new to backpacking, um, you're just getting started. You're listening to our show. Uh, click on the three biggest mistakes new backpackers make. Um, we have put together three videos for you that we will send you in uh, two days. To sometimes it's not what you pack, it's sometimes it's what you don't pack that makes all the difference. So we want to put that out for you. We want to send those out for you so you can kind of take a look at that. And if you have any questions, please let us know. Uh, we're more than happy to to answer all questions for you. Make put a comment and then go to our iTunes uh, uh, Trusted Trail site and write a review or just comment. Say hello. Send us an email. Uh, ask us questions. We do our live Facebook show on the Backpacker TV Facebook page every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which means tomorrow we will be doing a show I'll coming to you live from northern Georgia. Yeah. But, you know, thanks, guys, for listening. Um, all of you who subscribe and all of you who listen to us said ramble. Yeah. Um, no, but we really appreciate it. And we um, enjoy doing this and we've really been enjoying doing it for you. So, um yeah, I guess... We love this shit. Yeah. We love backpacking. We love the outdoors. Anyway, thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Thursday. All right. Until then. Trust the trail.